First Chronicles 16. David is just a little past the time when they were moving the ark illegally. And one touched the ark, and as soon as they touched it, he died because, one, they weren't supposed to touch anything. They weren't supposed to do any of these things. And he was trying to steady things, and, and it was just David was trying to make a shortcut. And all of a sudden, David, a little bit later, time goes by. He builds his home. He gets a place ready for the ark to sit. Um, and he suddenly remembers and realizes just how good God is. Anybody in here think back to your teenage days? And you realize how good God is and how dumb you were and, and how in the world I'm still alive with some of the stuff that I pulled. David is remembering just how good God is, what all God has done for his people. And verse 7 says, on that day, David first delivered this psalm into the hand of Asaph and his brethren to thank the Lord. He says, oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing to him, sing psalms to him. Talk of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his face forevermore. Remember his marvelous works which he has done, his wonders and his judgments of his mouth. O seed of Israel, his servant, you children of Jacob, his chosen ones, he is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember his covenant forever, the word which he commanded for a thousand generations, the covenant which he made with Abraham and his oath to Isaac and confirmed it to Jacob for a statute to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying to you, I will give the land of Canaan as the allotment of your inheritance. When you were few in number, indeed very few, and strangers in it. There was a point where literally they felt very alone. I wonder how many of us in this room from time to time feel very alone. You know what? God has this. And sometimes what God is doing, he separates us away so that he can spend time, you can spend time with him. Even if it's by force that he does it, he does it for our benefit. He says, when you were few in number, indeed very few and strangers in it, when they went from one nation to another and from one kingdom to another people, he permitted no man to do them wrong. Yes, he rebuked kings for their sakes, saying, do not touch my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is also to be feared above all gods. For all the gods, the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and gladness are in his place. Give to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. O worship the Lord in his beauty of holiness. Tremble before him. All the earth, the world also is firmly established. It shall not be moved. Can I tell you this? A lot of people are just concerned. They're scared. They don't know what to think. You hear so many different things on the news. Can I, can I give you the good news God is not sitting in heaven going, what are we going to do? 
God has not been moved. And there will not be a plan that God has set forth that can be altered. God will complete what he has started. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Let the sea roar in all its fullness. Let the field rejoice in all that is in it. And the trees of the wood shall rejoice before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. Aren't you glad that when Christ comes back, we will be found in him? That protection that comes from the blood of Christ. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. And say, save us, O God, of our salvation. Gather us together and deliver us from the Gentiles to give thanks to your holy name, to triumph in your praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. And I want to read this to you. This is Psalm 100, and we're kind of doing this this morning through, the, through these songs. And I pray you're actually paying attention to the words that you're singing because, you know, songs can be powerful, powerful things when, when they go to the Scripture and, and that's what we're doing this morning, so thankful for that. But Psalm 100 says, Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands, and serve the Lord with gladness. And when I, when I read that, I kind of just kind of glanced over it the first time, and then the Lord brought it back to me, and he said, Tom, read that again. It says, Serve the Lord with gladness. A lot of times I think we serve the Lord out of obligation. We serve the Lord out of maybe fear. But the Bible says to serve the Lord with gladness. Serve the Lord with gladness to, to enjoy, to be happy. I've, I've been in church. I've pastored churches where people more or less serve God out of obligation. There was no gladness. There was no joy of serving the Lord. Folks, that should fill the heart of the Christian, gladness and joy, the peace that comes from following after God. So serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Who in here doesn't like to sing? Be honest. You, you're like, I don't sing. I just don't. Anybody in here? Some, some Brian, you... You, Brad, you don't sing, little man? You don't sing? Okay. You must have your dad's voice. I don't know. You know what's beautiful? God knew how he made you, and yet he still says for you to sing. He still wants us to sing. Why? Because it's in your heart that he's listening. It's what's coming from here that he's listening to. He says, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. I have to tell you a little bit about this. The sheep of his pasture. Sheep are dumb animals. And here God is describing us as sheep in his pasture. As a matter of fact, if you start heading off a cliff and the sheep are following you, guess what the sheep are probably going to do? They're not going to think about it. They're just going to dive right on off where you went because that's what they do. They follow. But look what God does. When, when his sheep follow him, he says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. We get to come into his presence. We get to come close to God when we follow him. He says, be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to how long? All generations. We are looking at the world around us, and a lot of people are saying, this is a godless generation. Nobody fears the Lord. Listen, God's truth endures to all generations. There will be people who will follow after God. That's the good news. God is not done. God is a preserving God. He, he will keep us. He will hold us. When we think about who God is. He has made us and not we ourselves. How many of us like to tell God how to do things? 
even in our prayers, we're trying to direct God in the right direction, you know, and we're trying to do it wholly by praying, you know, but we're giving God those strong suggestions. Remember, you didn't make you, God made you. Even in your prayer life, ask God for guidance. Lord, how do I pray? God, what do I ask for? We have a very good and faithful Father who is loving to all generations. As we come to the last reading this morning, Psalm 107, Psalm 107. Imagine all of us in this room have something that we've struggled with in our lifetime. Perhaps we still struggle with it. I've talked to many people as they get older, and a lot of them tell me that as they move through life, their struggles change, but the struggles don't end. They just, uh, they just go from one phase to the next, and it becomes tough. It becomes tough. And a lot of our struggles are, unfortunately, uh, we've done them to ourselves. Bad choices. Um, things that, that we look back on and regret. And obviously, the writer of the Psalms, um, David and, and others, and Solomon, as they wrote, they had plenty that they could have brought up to say, man, this is, these are not good things that we have done in our lives. But the writer here says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, no matter what has happened. No matter where you are in life, no matter what choices you've made, no matter what has happened, God is still good. He still sits on his throne. He is still in control. God is still God. Your behavior has not changed that whatsoever, and that's good news. It says, for his mercy endures forever. Not just when we're good, not just when things are are going the way we think they should or we would think God would want them. No, his mercy endures forever. It says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Now, obviously they're speaking here of Israel, they're speaking of God's people, but I'm telling you today, God still takes care of his people. It says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. You and I have been bought with a price. Blood was shed for our salvation. Calvary, Calvary happened because of us. The cross was cruel and on it was hung our sin, our shame, our guilt. But God redeemed. And gathered out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a desolate way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. Isn't that good news? No matter where we are, no matter what we've done, we can still cry out to the Lord. God is a God who is willing to listen. God is a God that can hear But it can't happen unless we cry out. If you're in trouble this morning, you have a choice. You can stay in trouble or you can cry out. A lot of us cry out after we're already in trouble. God is saying, cry out. 
cry out. It says he delivered them out of their distress. And I love what verse 7 says here in the first part. It says, and he led them forth by the right way. A lot of us, we're just looking for something better. But if you were dying, if you were dying in the hospital and the doctor comes in and says, listen, I've got a pill that'll make you feel better, or I've got a pill that will cure you, which pill do you want? We want the pill that'll cure us. When we come to God, God doesn't just say, hey, I'm going to do things better. God says, I'm going to lead you in the right way. Isn't it good to know that we don't have to search when we come to God? We're not having to go, Lord, I don't understand. What are we doing? God says, listen, just follow me. Just follow me. Just like the sheep, just follow me. That they might go to a city for a dwelling place. Can I tell you, you and I have a dwelling place? But we've got to leave this world behind in order to get to the dwelling place that has been promised to us. Folks, death is assured. All of us are going to face it. As long as the Lord tarries is coming, we're going to face it. There are, there are people in our church this week who are facing the reality of death, the absence of a loved one. But I'm telling you, I know that Greg and I spoke, and Greg said to me, Brother Tom, I am not afraid to die. He knew that he was ready. I'm praying for a miracle for Brian Parker, but Brian has told me over and over time, time and time again, he said, Brother Tom, I know that if I leave this world, I will be with Jesus. We have a promise. We have a place to go. We have a place where there's no more temptation, no more pain, no more sickness, no more death, no more sorrow. For the former things have passed away. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Look what all God has done for us. We have a place to come and worship. We don't have to worry about flooded waters. We can come in here and, and, and come together and sing and hear the, the, the words of Scripture. It says in verse 9, For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Can I tell you, the, one of the main reasons that we keep messing up over and over and over again is because our soul is hungry. And we're feeding it the wrong stuff. God is good. His mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So where are you at in life? Amen and amen. It's been a good day. And I'm very thankful for this group behind me leading us today as they have. And, and I pray we can walk out of here knowing how good God is. No matter what you face this year, no matter how many changes have been made, God is still, still good, and he's still on his throne. And my prayer for all of us is that we will come to that place of absolute trust and dependence and cry out, cry out. Wherever you are with God, cry out. Wherever you are in life, cry out. No matter what's happening in your family, at your job, personally, whatever, you cry out to God. And I'm telling you, you will find that he is a good, good father and a good, good God. It's good to see you today. I pray for continued safety. For those of you that are here, continue to lift up those we've mentioned who've lost loved ones this week, others who are in the hospital. God is still in control, and, and we know that. And we're just praying for comfort and peace to come to families who have lost loved ones. Um,
bless you today. Stay warm this week. Finally, finally some cool weather. Um, and uh, the heater will still not be cut on at my house. As long as I'm there. My wife's going to be like, yeah, I will too. Um, but anyway, um, certainly re- remember, as I said, all those that are, that are not doing well this week and others who have lost loved ones. All right? If nobody else, anybody else with a word before we go? No? You done? You want to come sing? You and your dad want to come do a duet together right up here? No, not even, not even close, huh? Not even going to try. Thought I'd try, you know? You just never know. All right, well, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and we will be dismissed. And Mr. Doug, if you would, would you close us in the word prayer? We thank you for this day together. And uh, we thank you for the, the blessings on us, Lord, even though we, um, we don't deserve, Lord, we've... You, you know who we are and who we've been and what we've done and that you've, uh, you've chosen to love us anyway and to give us your grace and your mercy. And we thank you for your goodness. Help us, Lord, to, to love you for first loving us, Father, and to, to be sensitive to you and to, to seek you because you sought us. And we pray that you would send us out, that you would send out workers into harvest, Father. Because you loved us and you sent workers out for us, Lord, that we would do the same. To do it for the, for the joy of knowing you, Lord. And that your joy would be our strength. We love you and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.